Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Hey friend, have you left me a review yet for the podcast? I would be so honored if you took 60 seconds of your time to let me know how this podcast has helped you and what you love about that show and what is your maybe favorite podcast episode. It would be super, super helpful. Reviews are the best ways that other people can um, get kind of a taste if this episode or this podcast would be a fit for them and if they might enjoy the show. So I would be so honored if you would do that for me, friend. Also, I wanted to share with you a couple of the reviews that came in in the last week. And um, here's one from Anna. She says, love it. Listening to Elizabeth, I hear her love listening to Elizabeth. I hear her passion for being the best mom. This translates into so much motivation on my part as a listener. She's authentic and very honest about herself as well. Not only does she explain that material well, she gives great tips for incorporating it into daily life. life. She makes it easy to follow the advice. Highly recommend. Thank you, Anna, so much. All right, someone else here, Volleyball Frog. (laughs) That is the name here. So I don't know who this is, but she says, amazing. I recently found Elizabeth's podcast and love it. Emotional regulation is challenging and absolute must. Her information is so helpful. Cannot wait to listen to more. Thank you so much. Um, And another one from Jessica. Elizabeth is so knowledgeable. I felt like she knew me. I felt so seen. I look forward to more episodes. And one from Kaysen. Help handling challenges of motherhood. Um, Elizabeth gives practical advice for handling difficult emotions in motherhood. I love the tips and strategies found here and I can implement into my everyday mom life. Thank you so much for Kaysen. And if you are a mom and you're enjoying this show, please leave me a review and I might read it on the next podcast episode. Hey friend, are you a mom who struggles with mom anger? Are you constantly overreacting and screaming at your kids and feel like you're the worst mom in the world? Are you at home with your little ones all day long and you don't even get a break to yourself? Or when you do get that moment, you feel so guilty for taking or even wanting that alone time. Hey friend, I am here to support you and encourage you. I wanted to tell you that I am 
putting together a course. It is going to be an anger management course for Christian moms. I'm not sure yet what I'm going to call it, but if you are interested in the show notes, you can click on the link that will help you get on the waiting list that will give you the details about the course when it comes out. So I am so excited to share with you that I'm putting this together for you because I want to support you, mama. If you are struggling with anger and lashing out in anger and things just feel so heavy and there's so much mom guilt, I am here. I'm on your team. I've been there and I want to help you out. Also, if you're walking in the midst of this and things are so hectic and overwhelming right now, did you know that I offer... 45 minute coaching calls and you can add on Voxer support. A Voxer is a walkie talkie app where you and I just chat back and forth. So you can book a 45 minute session and we can talk all about things with motherhood, anger, frustration, no alone time, overreacting, screaming, calming your nervous system, how to create more order in your home, all the things that you're struggling with. So you come with a few questions that we can chat and I give you guidance. And then throughout the week, if you add on the Voxer support throughout the week, for the next week, you can ask me more questions. I check in with you, making sure you're following through on the things that we talked on our coaching call. So mama, I'm here to support you and guide you. And if you need that support in the show notes, just scroll down to the section that says 45 minute coaching call and book a call with me. And I am I am so happy to talk to you and offer you that support and guidance. All right, let's get into our episode. Well, hello, friend. Today, I get to share with you my February monthly review. I started this new thing um, in the new year where I do review of the previous month and I share with you kind of things that have been going on with me and my family, something that uh, I think would be good for you to learn from me just to get to know me a little bit better behind the scenes. So in this episode, I'll be sharing with you how we visited our family in Minnesota and for my brother's wedding and then the stomach bug that hit our home and just me even screaming at the kids. So if you want to learn more about that, listen in. Okay, so a little bit ago, um, my brother got engaged in the fall of 2022 and he decided to get married, which is super exciting because I come from a family of six kids and this is my youngest brother. He's already in his mid twenties and he found the gal that he fell in love with. And I think they're a great fit for each other. Anyways, they had a wedding set up on February 20th. February 10th. So originally, um, I was supposed to fly there with my youngest daughter. We told our family and my husband's family that it's just me coming with my youngest daughter. But what we actually did was we decided to surprise our families and come as a whole family to visit them for a whole week. So we organized this with my brother who was getting married for him to pick us from the airport and we went to Minnesota to surprise our family so if you haven't flown with four kids 
or if you've ever flown with kids, you know that it's not as easy and simple as it seems. Besides just getting everything ready and to go and packing for, my husband packs himself his stuff, but I always pack for the kids and think of all these other things that we need to do. Pause, you know, the mail delivery and making sure all the little things around the house that are done that need to get done and, you know, reserving parking for our car at the airport. Anyways, we were flying with four kids. Um, our boys did really, really well. Uh, it just helps for them. You know what? They just watch stuff on the tablet the whole time, which is fine. I just needed them to be quiet on the plane. Um, but my little one, she's 20 months old. She struggled with on the flight there. She was not doing too well. She was a little bit um, antsy. She wanted to run around, not happy that she had to be in one spot. But as you know, you just power through and you just do what you can. You try your best. So if you're a, pl uh, a parent who has ever flown at an airplane with a little one who's screaming um, in, in the seat, I know that you are doing your best to get that baby to stay calm and quiet. I know you're doing your best. And maybe if people are giving you dirty looks, they maybe don't have kids or haven't had a kid for a while because every parent who remembers what it's like to have a baby at that age knows that no one else wants more for that baby to calm down and be quiet than the parent of that baby. So if you're ever in the airport and you are flying with a little one, um, I know you're doing your best. And if your baby is screaming and crying, please check out my recent episode that I just released. It's called um, Feel Triggered with an feel triggered and angry with a crying baby five tips to help you remain calm and regulate when your baby is screaming so episode 108 go back to that one and i think you will find it really helpful um to give you some helpful tips when your baby is screaming okay so we came to minnesota we um came to my parents house my mom was still at work and my dad was still at work and when they came into the house, we surprised them that we were all there. The kids were super excited to surprise our family. Um, my my dad is kind of not really emotional. He's just super neutral. He's like, okay, awesome, great. But my mom was really happy and super emotional. So I am so glad we were able to do that for her and give that surprise to her because she loves good surprises. Um so we had such a good time connecting with um, our families and just spending time together. So um, my husband and I, both of our families still live in Minnesota and we both come from uh, larger families. And so there was lots of people in the same household, lots of noise, lots of overstimulation not really much alone time, which totally understandable, right? We came there to hang out with them and spend time with them. So it was really fun, but at the same time draining because I am an introvert, even though I really enjoy spending time with family and I am so blessed. God has blessed me in this area of my life a lot. Um, I'm so fortunate to grow up in a good home with loving parents. My mom is an absolute gem. She has a good relationship with all of her kids. Um, she is just 
um, a godly woman and such an example for me in so many ways. And I have a really good relationship with her. So it was just so life-giving to just connect with family and my siblings and their kiddos. And it was really, really fun to spend time with them. The wedding was great. We didn't have to do any work. Um, her side of the family just did all the work to prepare and organize. We literally just showed up, took pictures, were there for the ceremony and the reception, and then, um, we left, but it was super, super fun to just see and remember like, um, you know how, when you're just in love and you're getting married, like your mindset is so different. I remember when my husband and I were getting married and, there, th- you have a different type of love like before you get married and then after you get married. So my husband and I, um, we never kissed before a wedding. And um, I was just really strict with those boundaries <laughs> because I was in the whole um, purity culture during that time, um, being in a conservative um, kind of um, uh, upbringing. Anyways, I remember our pastor telling us on our ceremony um, that he was telling us that we are going to have times where we don't get along and when we have conflict and things will get hard. And I remember kind of thinking in my head, um, he doesn't know what he's talking about. We have real love going on between us. We like our love is going to cover everything. We're going to get along so well because we didn't really have much conflict when we were engaged. My husband just kind of, um, well, my fiance at that time, he was, um, just kind of letting me get things my way a lot. And so we didn't really have much conflict. And then we got married and I had to compromise. And I quickly realized that, there's a difference between being in love and loving someone through the hard and challenges um, that come in marriage. Anyways, so it was just really fun to kind of watch my brother and his uh, new bride being in that in love stage and just being super excited and um, I'm just happy for them. Anyways, um, we got to spend some of the week with my side of the family and then we went and um, stayed over at my in-laws house for a few days and hung out with them and my brother-in-laws and sister-in-laws and we went to sauna um, that my in-laws have on their property and it was really fun and we went on a triple date with my husband's Um, brothers and their wives. So that was really fun and just got to hang out with family. Um, Our little one got a stomach bug um, that she was throwing up um, on Sunday night. So we were leaving on early Tuesday morning. On Sunday night, she would throw up a lot and throughout the night. So not my husband nor me got any sleep really that night. And thankfully, no one else got the flu and she was fine the next day. I'm like, okay, great. Cause that way we can fly home. Cause if someone's throwing up, I don't know if we can fly home. So we were able to fly back home. She did actually quite well in the airport and on the flight back. I think it's because we got up super early in the morning that she was just sleepy and groggy and she slept right, you know, on our flight back. But when we got home that day, 
I started to feel queasy in my stomach. I'm like, I think I might be getting the stomach flu, which I did. And one of our youngest sons got the stomach flu. So I did not sleep well that long that night. And so, which means I slept in, I didn't have my morning routine. Everything felt out of whack. Um, the suitcases were all over the house with a bunch of clothes all over the place because I was feeling so sick. I like couldn't, um, you know, clean up. I didn't have the energy for it. So I pretty much just like slept and napped. Um, that next day after we got back, I did take my other two to school because I felt fine kept the youngest one home. And then it was my PMS week. The house was messy. I was, everything was out of order. I was sleep deprived. The kids, um, had homework that they were really behind on that they had to catch up with. And the teachers were kind of putting pressure on that because, um, it was the end of the quarter and the grades had to be submitted. So the kids had just that one week the few days to finish homework that they were behind on. Well, my husband had to work double, double shifts. The kids were not happy that they had to do homework. I was sleep deprived. I was physically not feeling well. I had a headache. The house is a mess. I don't really have any like pre-made food. Um, everything just felt so out of order. I didn't have any alone time. I was super overstimulated from like the flight and, and, you know, being over there with family, had no time to decompress. What does that add up to? Um, a recipe for disaster, right? So much stress, so much overwhelm, all these things that are happening out of my control. Um, like, and I'm a person that if I'm not feeling well, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to slow down and I'm not going to really push myself past my limits unless I absolutely have to. So I wasn't really taking care of the house. I was doing the bare minimum that I needed to, to just get by, which means the house was kind of crazy and messy. Well, the kids were resisting to do homework. That was not fun. And I felt so out of control. Everything felt so crazy and messy in my head. And guess what? I screamed. I blew up at my kids. I was yelling at them. I just needed them to get that homework done. Why? Because the teachers were putting pressure on me. Otherwise, they would just get missing grades and zeros in the system. And I didn't want to deal with that because I knew they could do the homework. Anyways, they were not motivated to do it. I felt like such a failure. So much mom guilt that was over me and on my shoulders. Why? Because what is my inner talk? When I actually blow up and scream at my kids, which happens rarely, still does. I'm not perfect. But what happens is that my inner talk is not, oh, I'm a bad mom. I'm failing. Well, it is my inner talk is that I'm failing, but I'm like, I teach this. I should do better. I should be able to control my emotions and my anger because I teach this. That's my inner talk that's creating that mom guilt and shame for me. So I had to, I had to stop for a second and I called my husband and I vented to him and I said, I feel like, cause I had no help. My husband was working double shifts. I was so worn out. Um, and I felt 
really really reactive because everything just felt out of order um i would even tell my kids like i don't care right now that you don't feel like doing homework it has to get done like i couldn't even have any energy in my brain to regulate to connect with them i just felt like everything was so chaotic and obviously overreacting and yelling and even screaming creates mom guilt unless you are a person that literally doesn't care about your kids like it will create mom guilt so how do you process that guilt how do you overcome that guilt so for me i called my husband i told him hey i'm like i feel please pray for me i'm like i'm not doing well i have a headache I took medication, but it's not helping. I'm so overreacting. The kids are not listening to me. Everything just feels messy. I feel like such a failure for yelling and screaming at my kids right now because this is what I teach and I feel like I should do better. And he was so good at reminding me. He's like, no one is perfect. You don't have to be perfect. You're just having a hard time. And that is something that I would say, right? To, um, a friend of mine, or if you're working with me (laughs) as a client, this is a reminder that I would tell you that you are a good mom. You're just having a hard moment. You are just struggling. You are human. You are worn out and exhausted and it makes sense. That's not an excuse for you to just, you know, constantly scream and yell at your kids. But if you're having a moment like that, it's because you're struggling. And I remember when I was going to therapy, one of the things that my therapist brought up to me, she's like, what would you tell your closest girlfriend if she was in the same exact position as you are today? What would you tell her? Would you tell her, oh, you're such a bad mom. You're failing. You screamed at your kids. You're terrible. Like, your kids are going to hate you. You're such a failure. You wouldn't tell her that. You would tell her like, I see you. I see how you're exhausted. All these things are adding up and you're so overwhelmed. You're so exhausted and it makes so much sense. Like you're struggling. You're a good mom. You're just struggling and you just need some support and it's just not there and it's not available in this moment. So it makes so much sense. And like, I had to remind that to myself and then I had to go back and apologize to my kids later on and apologize to God for, you know, for anger taking over me because I was just struggling and things just felt like too much in that moment. I'm still a good mom. I was just having a hard time. And this is my reminder for you. You are an amazing mom. You're doing your best. You're just struggling and you need some support. And sometimes there's moments where it's not available. And sometimes things are too much. And we do explode. And we do blow up. And you are human. And you're going to have moments and days like that. That does not mean that you're screwing up your kids for life. You can still repair those relationships. You can still ask for forgiveness. You can make amends with your kids. And you can, you know come to God and ask him for grace and mercy and forgiveness for you overreacting and screaming, yelling at your kids. So that's kind of like, um, my recap for February. Um, a couple more things. Um, I did 
connect with Sandy and Lisa and you will hear uh, my podcast episodes that I recorded with them um, the other last week we recorded podcast episodes and they're going to be airing in March, both of them. So Lisa and Sandy are two women who live in Florida. They're Christians and believers and they're both podcast hosts and online course creators and they have online businesses and I'm so so excited that I was able to connect with them and build relationships and so we met up in person they came over to my house and we had tea together and some snacks and I am just so thankful for that relationship because it was so life-giving for me it is like a whole different world when you're having an online business. It's a big part of my life. And when I don't really have anyone to talk to about this, you just feel so alone. And like you're just silently struggling with your own struggles. And when you have find somebody that gets you and relates with you and can give you some support and encouragement, it is so life-giving, especially when you get to meet up in person. So that is super exciting. So look out for those episodes. Uh, Lisa is an organizing specialist and Sandy, she helps frazzled and overwhelmed moms have more balance in their life. So and we recorded an episode all about social media and the effects of social media. Anyways, if this is something that you want to listen to, watch out for those episodes and I'm so excited to share them with you. So this is my month in a recap, um, of February, and I will um, also um, link the episode below. Uh, the one that I talked about when you feel triggered with a crying baby, what you can do, some things that you can calm your nervous system when you feel super frustrated and overwhelmed. And I will see you in the next episode, my friend. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.